This is Mouth Media Network, the business of being heard. If anyone is looking for me, I'll be over there. Way over there. Nowhere close to this. This <laughs> disappointment. Because, really, this is a disappointment. I came here looking for fun. For comedy. To have a laugh. But this... Ugh. This is like opening a smartly wrapped Christmas gift and finding a greasy, stinky turkey leg from 1982. And not even a good turkey. That was the year Aunt Carol got one from that truck on the side of I-89 days before Thanksgiving. Yeah, that kind of disappointment. So, thanks for the gift. This is funny people talking. Hi, I'm John Locke, former host with Mark Graco on Monkey Radio, and I'd rather see Donald Trump in the White House for four more years than be on Funny People Talking. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show, our great, big, huge, massive Thanksgiving special. I hope it's big. It might just go... But for now, we're hoping that it's big, and we're so glad you're here with us. I'm Mark Rakin, one of your hosts. Also with me, my co-host, or I'm her co-host. I don't know which one, but it's Dresden Angle. Hey, Dresden. Hey, Mark. Can you see me in the screen? I'm covered in mashed potatoes in honor of our show. I love it. I, I'm not yeah. going to ask you. I'm not even ask you why you were covered in mashed potatoes. That was going to be my my question, but you yeah. have preempted me, and I love it. What I do find it interesting, though, it doesn't seem to be any gravy with that. It's literally just. Oh, it's early in the show. Oh, it's early Early in the show. show. Yeah, I thought I thought maybe you were reconstructing Devil's Tower or something like in Close Encounters, but again. The night is young. It's always young. True. Uh, Good to see you. Also with us, of course, our good friend and our producer, Elsie. Hey, Else. Hi. Hi. I don't usually call you Else, but I decided. No. Elsie, are you are you excited about Thanksgiving, Elsie? No, I don't care. I'm of the frame of mind. I can eat that stuff whenever I want. I'm thankful all the time. So I don't need to, I don't need to pick a day. I do it every day. Boom. She said, that's good. Good. There you go. And by the way, also on the show today is our guest. So we don't have a guest per se, like we usually do. Uh, although we may hear from a few people who may stop by from time to time. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Like it does on Thanksgiving. You never know who might just drop by and and, uh, and enjoy the holiday with you. But it is uh, one of my closest friends. He actually officiated my wedding. We've done so much improv and theater and film together. And of course, we did Monkey Radio with Mark together, the podcast that preceded this. It is my good friend and quite a gentleman who apparently is play, playing with scissors or has horrible. But he's not AD, running. Or At least he's not running. Horrible ADD. It's John Locke. John, Woo! it's so great to have you on the mic again, buddy. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. It's really nice to be back with you and Elsie, and and I think we're going to have fun. It's nice to be with Dresden as well. Thank you for having uh, here. Sir. Thank oh, you so for asking me. Awesome. I, I'm sorry I'm not wearing my mask today, but I, I think we're socially distancing, aren't we? I would just wish you were wearing your mask so I didn't have to see the whole face. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Love to your wife, Doreen, but who is I, wonderful. I do She's... like that he's wearing the rest of the Robin, as in Batman. I do. Yes. Even though he's not wearing his mask, I like that he's wearing the rest of the uh, Robin <laughs> costume. Nice look on I, 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 yeah. I, You know, it's, it's, 
It's part of my sleepwear, to be honest with you, Dresden. Oh, Garanimals, Garanimals, yeah. Yes. Are, those comp- yes. are those compression tights? Well, they're tight, I can tell you that. I can tell you that. Squeeze anyway, good, good to I'm see you, I'm just glad they're stretchy, if you know what I mean. I know. <laughs> well, it's well, Thanksgiving. I, you know, everybody you know. needs a exactly. stretchy waistband. Big love to your wife, uh, Doreen. She's such a sweetheart. Uh, and uh, also, uh, you and I recorded uh, on Thanksgiving week uh, some time ago uh, in Rochester when we did Monkey Radio at my father's business, Wineworks. That's yes. W-I-N-E-W-O-R-X. Wineworks.com. They teach people how to make wine as expert vintner uh, vintners. Is that the word? Vintners. They're they're really really. He and his partner Tony are just amazing. So actually, if you hear this and you love to learn how to make wine, you should check out Wineworks.com as with an X. But we had a wonderful show. There's so much fun at Wineworks, uh, recording on location there. Right after we went and got barbecue. Uh, I just remember that going and getting barbecue and then recording a show, which goes against anything I have ever done in performance. I do not eat beforehand. That was the one time I ate before I did a show or performed or anything. And it's funny because I watch people. uh, Does this happen for you dressed in like I watch people like down big greasy cheeseburgers before they go and do a, a theater production. And I just don't understand that in any way. I, yeah, that would kill me. I mean, I guess if I was doing an eight show a week thing and I just was so used to it, it would be different. But no, I I mean, I don't eat the whole day and I'm not even hungry because you got the adrenaline going. But then afterwards, mama needs a chicken fingers. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, great to see you, John. Uh, Let's uh, start the show, shall we? Elsie, tell me to start. No, how about John? Tell me to start the show. All right, Mark. Start the show! Okay. From the Mouth Media Network studios in New York City, this is Funny People Talking with Mark Rako, Dresden Engel, and Elsie. Uh, a super, super quick, why take Thanksgiving off? Let's just get this out of the way really quick. We, every episode of this show, John, we uh, pay tribute to Tina Fey, praying to the comedy gods in hopes that she will join us on this show. It could be a drive-by, a postcard, be a guest on the show, send us a pizza, maybe tacos, it doesn't matter, even barbecue. Uh, we pray to the comedy gods. We're going to do that real quick. If you'd like to join in, please feel free, and then we'll we'll send that into the universe Oh, Tina Fey, please join us on the show. We Jesus. love you so much. Tina Fey, send it out to the world. Someday, Tina Fey. Maybe I won't have to talk as much if you're here. Oh, oh hi, sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> right, Tina, somewhere in New York City. Tina be thy name. That's right. Please come to the show. Don't make us beg. I love it. In Perfect. the city or any other place. <laughs> so john uh what are you doing these days what what are you up to um during your career you worked in television and then you had moved to new york or, or not moved but you you stayed part-time in new york uh, city for a while kind of pursuing acting after you mm-hmm. retired from tv and uh what are you doing now how are you spending your time i am just uh 
I guess I call. I guess I'm uh, retired. You could You're say. retired. I'm retired. Gotcha. And I spend part and of I'm my day jealous. I, I spend part of my day driving school children to school in oh, a legal yellow heart. bus. So you know, <laughs> just, okay. <laughs> in a bus, not a van. I don't. Hey, kids, you want to ride to school? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, no, no, it's a school bus. Oh. It's a yellow school bus, and I, you know. Yeah. I, I'd like to point out we're not, we're not in the improv part clear of the that episode just, yet. You know. That's real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, John, uh, what's it like, actually, on a serious note, with schools having been closed, and are you busing kids now? Mm-hmm. And, and what's that like for you, given the fact, all kidding aside, that not all kids are super disciplined about wearing masks or being clean just by nature of being kids. <laughs> How does that connect with you in terms of your own safety and protecting the other kids to be safe? The, the kids have been phenomenal as far as uh-huh. wearing a mask. They know they have to wear yes. a mask when they're on the bus and they wear their masks when they're on the bus. And there's they, they have assigned seats and they stay in their seats. They take it very seriously. And uh, uh-huh. it makes my job a lot easier. Nice. But once That's they get nice. off the bus, my mask comes off and I'm like. <gasps> <gasps> oh yeah, God. we all do that. But um, they're they're very good. Do you have to like clean like, the bus yourself and everything and disinfect it and all that stuff? Yeah, I do. I have to do it two to three times every every time they uh, every day. And then they do what they call a deep cleaning at the end of the day. So these buses are really clean. And my hands are red and raw from scrubbing so much. Yeah. I'm glad you added that last part on there. That's um, anyway. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted me to stop uh, it. My hands are red and raw. <laughs> Maybe not given that what we're talking about. There's terrible. so many things I want to say and I'm not going I know, to. I know. No, I think you said them, Dresden. I feel we've implied them perfectly well. Uh, so, John, do you ever do you ever have the, the urge to get back into acting or do you miss doing improv or acting or any of that stuff or shooting films or? Honestly, no, I don't. Yeah. I, I decided to, I guess you could say, give it up, take a break, whatever. And once I made the decision, I was comfortable with it. And um, I'm okay with that. I had opportunities given to me that a lot of people wish they could have had. And uh, I feel fortunate that I was able to pursue things and some things didn't work out and some things did, but you know, it's, everything's okay now. What a beautiful attitude about it all. That's fantastic. What's an example of something that was a, wow, I got to do that since it's the Thanksgiving going going to New York city and, and trying to break into acting. I did a lot of background work, met a lot of very wonderfully positive people. Cool. I walked uh, by, um, Dennis, uh, God, this is what happens when you get old. Miller, Hopper, Leary. Franz. Dennis Miller. No, not Dennis Miller. Um, the, the Menace. I, <laughs> doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know any more Dennis's. Quaid. I was, all on, I, was on a, I was on a Law and Order one time and, and walked by, uh, what's his name, Maloney. Christopher. Christopher Maloney. And... You know, they tell you, don't talk to the actors because you're just background actors. Well, what could I do? He was right there in front of me. And I went, hey, how you doing? He goes, oh, okay. And I walked by him and I was like a little squirrel girl. I was like. 
And I see him on Twitter, and I want to write to him, but then I, I'm going to sound like a stalker if I do that. So, uh... <laughs> What's the most exciting project that you ever were in as a performer, other than your moment with Christopher Maloney? But what 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 was the actual <laughs> the actual like part you got to play, or the project you were in that was like, wow, this is this was the greatest. I think it has to be the first thing I ever did, the Elephant Man. <gasps> that was great. I was in that. It was it was so exciting because I got to do an accent. I did I what know. two different characters, I think. Yeah. And it was just it was a real good challenge. I will tell you guys, you know, I'm I'm, I'm fortunate to be on the board of Black Friars, the theater that staged that. But yeah. that cast, the two of you, that cast is legend for really? how good that show was. It yeah. was great. It's well, it's, I mean, it's up there. There's like certain shows that Rochester doesn't forget. And that was one of them, guys. Be very proud. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you, that's one of the things I'm most proud of as an actor was my performance net. But I have to tell you, yeah. sorry, everybody. Uh, this is going to be a little, uh, you know, in on the joke, if you will, in terms of Rochester theater. But Fred Nuremberg and Stephen Cohen, who played the doctor and 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 the elephant man, were in my opinion at the top of their game in that show. Yeah, they they yeah, really yeah. brought it. It was beautifully. Wasn't Marcy Gamson the director of that, if I remember correctly? Maybe it's, not. Yeah. Or was that David Runzo? I can't remember. Yeah, but you're so, David you're, Runzo. David Runzo. But looking Runzo. back on it, you're not surprised. You're not surprised that it is one of those shows that Rochester's not forgotten. It no, was pretty grit. freaking phenomenal. It was so earthy. It was so, there was so much grit to it. So much. Yeah, it was great. I remember just how raw that was. Anyway, so that's cool. That's so nice that you, you look all the way back there and then it was just really all downhill from there. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, John. No, no, no. You know, one of the f favorite things I ever did actually, John, uh, <laughs> honest to God is a little film you and I shot in one day called what if. And oh, it, it, I still have that somewhere yeah, on my computer. It's, it's, it, we, um, where John and I just said, "Hey, let's make a film," and we shot it with two cameras, I believe, and we we did it all by ourselves. And we shot it in like an afternoon or something, and made a short film that I don't know it was like ten minutes long or whatever. And it was, you know, the game we play on this show, "What If," where you kind of keep one upping each other on what the pitch could be yeah. for a movie, or whatever. Yeah. It's basically that. As you just a, improvise your way. We through. improvise our way through the entire uh, movie but we kept putting ourselves in sort of different locations like it was a continuing around conversation house. around his house even driving in the car and um oh, that's right yeah and and you know and it, some, it turned out some really guys well. get together and watch football but not theater friends nope we make theater films. friends step it up I love that film. So that's one of my favorite experiences uh, that you, we could make something that still makes me laugh today. Um, yeah. Do you have a copy uh, of that? I sure do. Okay. Do you need a copy Because I was going to say I could it? send it to you. Thank you. No, you, I appreciate that. No, 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 I'm good. I don't delete anything. No, I'm serious. I don't delete any. I have everything I've, I've ever done and I have everything that my nephews have ever done. <laughs> that anything do I put on, anything I put on, a film, videotape, whatever. I have a copy of it. That's very nice. You you are you are very fascinated. We wait. I'm gonna talk about one other project we did in a second, but I have to ask you: Do you have the shirt that I wore in that in that film? Because I can't find it. I'm serious. I can't find the shirt I wore. The, I'll have to look at it to see what you were wearing. But <laughs> it's a black jersey. Anyway, 
Was it he special? He gave me the shirt off my back. He gave was me the shirt off my really back to do that film. I, I know, right? I did. I would really like to see it. The other project John and I did that just came to mind is we did a wonderful little commercial parody. So for those who don't know this, in Rochester, a number of years ago, there was this incredibly gigantic project called the Fast Ferry. And Rochester, New York. That was my nickname. Fa- my, if I've ever become a drag queen, that's my nickname. Fast Ferry. <laughs> Yeah. It's not how long it takes me to get ready. Let me just tell you that. Boom. So the fast ferry, a fast ship, a ferry that was supposed to traverse Lake Ontario between Rochester and uh, Toronto. And uh, my take on it, my memory of it is that, it, you know, I mean, there was just this incredible amount of infrastructure done building, fixing the port, of course, buying the many tens of million dollar boat and all this stuff. And then, and then it was such a gigantic, massive, horrible flop because basically, and this again is my take on it, it's almost as if they said, what if we should tell Toronto about this and make sure they're ready on their side? Uh, hey, I wonder if anyone in Rochester actually wants to ride this thing. Oh, hey, we were going to make a lot of our money transporting tractor trailers over on the boat. <laughs> Maybe we should make sure we've got all the international customs documentation. That was the biggest problem. That was the biggest problem. The third one you just, like, just said. Yeah, that yeah. was what really ruined the whole thing because that was yeah. a lot of the economics and they couldn't do it. The thing ended up basically being a massive black eye in the moment and they ended up selling the, the ferry at an auction for i wouldn't say pennies on the dollars but a a big loss and it's funny because the whole thing even when the ferry was on its way to rochester it had an accident it dented the boat or something like that like even just getting it delivered right from the beginning it was a big flop so john and i made a commercial where i'm like one of those car uh, salesmen that's like you know come on down we've got Cars on a lot. Twenty four ninety five. Oh my, God. I, I do oh wanna, my I, God! I would like to say right now that Mark improvised the entire thirty, and it was pretty much thirty seconds, wasn't it? He improvised that entire thing. We were standing over by where the fast ferry used to dock, and he's like, "Going, I got to do this. I got to do that." And he's like, "Okay, I think I got it." And he just he banged it out just in nothing, it. and it was just like, "Wow, what what did you just do?" And then we went back, and you know, we we added as we were talking about it, we added some things like the the free copy of Home Alone yeah. on video. On video. <laughs> so. <laughs> You could invite you and 700 of your your friends. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Actually, if, if, since you save everything, could, could, John, could you find that maybe? And we could play the audio of his pitch. uh, Actually, it's online. I'm going to play it right now. Hiya, folks! Mike Charlotte from Charlotte Boats and Baits here with the deal of the century at the Rochester Port of Nowhere. We got a 2003 Astral Fast Ferry. You know what's fast about it? How fast we're going to sell it. It's got four diesel engines, two movie theaters. We'll throw in a copy of Home Alone on VHS. Joystick control fits you and 699 of your friends. Come on down to Mike Charlotte's Boats and Baits and we'll work out a deal. Here's what the deal's going to look like. APR financing, 10% down. We'll throw in two oil changes for nothing. Total price, $249, $999.95 a month for five years. Beat that. Here we go. 
go, folks. Come on down or call me at 555-3344. or come on down. Mike Shalaz, boats and bass. Come on down. <laughs> Mike Shalaz. <laughs> All right, that was awesome. My favorite that part was, was a two forty nine 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 dot nine five for five years. Oh my god, that was fantastic. We never got any offers, though. That was a sad thing. Uh, it was a sad thing. It was fun. I loved doing that little song at the end with your little keyboard that we, we made. Your uh, keyboard. We were. Your, Mike, we went over Mike, to your house and did that. No, we added. We it went over your, your house. house. I, I brought over the keyboard I, and we added it at your house. Yeah, and we we cut the audio and then we threw the whole thing together oh is that what it is okay anyway yeah that was a, a, a we spent a whole day doing that damn thing that was a really productive but we had a but good it time was fun but the like i said most off. guys play sports scratch themselves and eat doritos you guys make fun bits and scratch ourselves cool. and eat doritos and that, that was probably the second <laughs> that was probably the second most fun thing i've ever done that's right it was fun all right speaking speaking of eating uh, we'll just take, it's better than right. eating Doritos and scratching yourself because right. then you're gonna have the the per the orange powder where you don't want the orange powder. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. I love that. Oh my gosh! You know, for years I like three, maybe two, three years I had on my resume that I was a member of the Fast Ferry Marketing Task Force. And then I deleted it as fast as I could. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, were you a part of that? Oh, it was a proud moment for a whole year. I didn't realize that you were a part of that. Now I feel bad for what I just said. I wasn't said. part of that. I um, had been chair of Visit Rochester and, you know, different tourism efforts in Rochester. So I was involved that way. I took it many times. I took travel writers back and forth from Toronto. Um, I did a lot to promote it, you know, as an ambassador of Rochester when I was right. working at a museum here. So that's it. It really would have been great because a lot of people said, oh, but Rochester and Toronto are so close. That drive is grueling. It is a grueling drive. So uh, it, it would have been great, guys. I'm, every time I take my boat out on Lake Ontario, I think of it. So I did get hey, to ride it once. It was very nice. Yeah, I got to ride it, was it nice. once. And when we when we arrived in Rochester, there was this one guy who tried to speed his way around everybody else to get through customs. Well, guess what? They told him to pull over to the side, and they started taking apart his car. And we drove up and we said, "Hi, how you doing?" And it was great because we were home in ten minutes. Wow! Oh my so, god! It it, it, it it was it was nice. I wish I wish it would have worked. Yeah. Mark, if you go to YouTube and you do youtube.com slash user slash logoman57, it's there. Oh, Why okay. are you logoman57? Uh, when I worked at the TV station, I used to spend a lot of nights, two, three in the morning, making logos. Oh, cool. What TV station were you at, John? Channel 10. How did I not know this? I don't know. Hmm. I was an engineer. I was behind the scenes. I wasn't. Cool. But, um. They someone gave me the nickname Logo Man, and the '57 is the year I was born. So, do you still work at the Blue Cross Arena, John? No, no, I don't. He, not for, anymore. For, for years, I, John, uh, I retired the... right before COVID hit, so my timing oh, was perfect. perfect timing. On that. What did you do yeah. there for for Dresden's uh, and Elsie's uh, edification? I worked. I worked with the television production crew. Cool. I, uh, when someone scored a goal, someone had a penalty. It was my responsibility to type it in, make sure there were no errors, which never happened. <laughs> Ever. Ever. And All when right. did you leave? When did you? Oh, you just stopped doing it. 
Yeah, just a couple of years ago. Perfect timing, like wow. you said. Part of my retirement. Right. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's going to be a special edition of End of Show Food. But because it's not at the end of the show, it's middle of show food or beginning of show food. It's, it's not at the end, though. And I can tell you, we talked about this on the show a number of weeks or months ago. And Elsie said she had been desperately trying to track something down, couldn't find it, couldn't find it, contacted the company. I don't know if you remember this, Dresden. And then finally, somehow, some way, she was able to have success, and she unveils it here. She has sent it to each of us for us to open it at the same time and find out what it is. So we're going to do that as soon as we come back. What is it? What is it? Sure, this is a podcast. Assuming you use Dr. Evil-style air quotes and have a tiny version of your podcast standing right next to you, then sure, it's a podcast. And also, this is Funny People Talking. Every business has at least one big pivotal moment. The moment when you say, okay, we're at this turning point, so then what? I'm Lahari Neil Peretti, founder of LN Accounting Advisor. I hope you'll join me each week on my podcast, Then What? As we talk with successful business leaders who push past their business's biggest then what moments and succeed in an even bigger way because of effective leadership and solid business practices. It's inspiring and deeply useful information for any entrepreneur. Subscribe to Then What on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find the best podcasts. She loves bacon, she's cantankerous, and her cat's in a jazz band. She's the producer, it's Elsie. It's time for a middle of show food, I guess, with Elsie. Middle of show food. Uh, Elsie, you are, you are so excited about this because this is our Thanksgiving show. And you promised that this was a Thanksgiving themed treat. Uh, that's hard yeah. to find, so or it was hard at I, least. I at can't the time. even think of what it's going to be. So what's really what scary is Dresden is and I have no idea what she did. All right. Yeah. So well, should we open our packages? I'm thinking something cranberry. What are you? What are you thinking, John? Gummy I'm bears. Gummy bears? Okay. Turkey gummy bears. All right. Oh. I have no idea. Turkey honestly. Turkey flavored gummy bears? Like it's like Christmas. It's like, all, all right. right. All right. Are you ready? Everybody, Elsie, are you ready to rock? I gotta give a little shout out here. Okay, I got some suspense. I haven't looked at the package yet. I it's have cool. some suspense. So, all right, Elsie, just 
to recap for those who haven't listened to it or maybe missed the episode, go back and listen to it. But I'm just going to give you the little lowdown of uh, I was trying to get this thing that I read about and heard about and whatever. And I went back and forth between these two entities. One was the store. One was the manufacturer. And everyone was like, we don't have it. Not my fault. You know, oh, you know, you got to call them. Oh, no, you got to call them. Blah, blah, back and forth, back and forth. So I was very, you know, disgruntled and crabby about it because I went, I really wanted to do this thing and I wanted everyone to be able to partake in it. So um, I'd like to I point out a, on, a, on a scale of Elsie, I want to point out that Elsie perceived herself as being particularly disgruntled and crabby. So can you imagine <laughs> the level of crabbiness that that was? Right, Elsie? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So anyhow, I told some people here and there that I was on the, on the hunt because I saw them on like amazon.com for, a. For like 15 bucks a pop. And I was like, no. And then I saw them on um, eBay. But the thing was, is they hadn't even supposedly been released yet. I don't know how these people got them. Well, I was assuming they were pilfered from the, from the, by the employees. And then that's who was posting them and selling them and what have you. So uh, anyway, I have this. Uh, one of the things that was online was that uh, there was only one vendor that was supposed to have it. And I'm not going to say their name because I want to be that way, but, <laughs> but supposedly the, the vendor was the only one that supposedly carried this product. And I happened to know someone sort of kind of in uh, California. So did the outreach, friend of a friend, moving on. They used to be part of this company. So I just want to give a big shout out. Thank you to uh, David in California for uh, procuring this item that it was so difficult and, and et cetera. So yeah, I, I think uh, that's, that's uh, important to do. All right. So everyone get you, get the package out. Okay. Now you open gonna, it now? Yeah. You're going to open it on a one, two, three, go. Wow. Turkey, dinner, candy, corn. Wow. Are you kind of scary in a way? Roasted turkey. Talk talk about this. So I guess the the food is out of the bag as to one of the companies, I suppose. So um, this is the turkey, dinner, candy, corn. There's flavors, green bean, roasted turkey, cranberry sauce, ginger glazed carrot, Sweet potato pie and stuffing. So, oh my God. God. so if you open oh them up, God. open them up. Oh they, no, there's a, just, there's not a key. I'm afraid to eat roasted turkey. I'm scared. They, to just, eat they smell turkey. like candy. They smell like candy corn. But there's a yes, okay. So I'm gonna do a layout here. The, there's a red one, which I'm guessing is cranberry. There's oh, a green the one, which is green beans. But there's three different yellows. The oh, there is. There's a yellow and white. There's a yellow, brown, and white, and there's a yellow and orange and white. So you got to make sure you have those. The green beans all different. taste like something green. Yes. So we'll get on. We're are we gonna do? So you're just gonna eat them and we're They kind of look like my father's teeth, actually. Do we need to eat them in an order, Elsie, or are we just? Yeah, uh, that's what I was gonna do, but whatever. Okay, okay go well, ahead. What do you want me to eat oh, first? Oh. All right, Elsie. I'll do it. Talk us through, babe. So um. All right. They all taste the same. So while well, they look different. All right. So let's do the obvious ones. We'll do the green beans. So ready? One, two, three, go. 
It does taste different than a regular candy corn. It yeah, totally it does. does. Like oh. your brain's telling you it's supposed to taste like candy corn, but my body's like, girl, you're eating vegetables. High five. And I'm like, psych. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to say, I don't know if I would taste that and go, oh, my God, it's green beans. But you're telling me it's supposed to be green beans? And I go, okay, I can kind of see that. I don't taste that. green beans, but it just it's tastes different. a little off to me. Yeah. All right, like what's next one, Elsie? I think, I think the aftertaste has a little more going on, but it's subtle. All right, now let's okay, do the, the, the next okay, obvious. Yeah, cleanse your palate. Cleanse your palate if you must. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm so happy we can share Thanksgiving, quote, dinner, unquote. Oh, yeah, together. that's right. The, the audience doesn't know that I mailed this stuff, so everyone has it. So that's why we were all in. So. So, Ready with red. All right. So the next one, let's do a red because it's obvious, and that is cranberry. So let's go. One, two, three, go. Not good. Not it's good. sweet, but then it hits you with the bitter. My wife loves cranberry. She's going to pick all the red I ones like out that. of there. I like that. It's good. Hey, John, how many points is each one of these on WW? There is zero fat in these things, but a lot of good. carbs. So uh, great. Probably, uh, let's see, 11 servings per 15 pieces. I'm going to go with about seven or eight points, maybe. There you go. I don't know. Uh, I'm right. not with Weight Watchers anymore, Mark, so I can't oh. scan it. And gotcha. Get the right thing. All you want. Let's do the white and the kind of brownish one. Okay. White. Yeah. That's the one that looks most like a fang to me. I'm, I'm going to guess that one's the turkey because it's the brownest. So I'm afraid. Okay. I'm afraid of turkey. All right. Let's do it. One, two, three, go. Oh, yeah. That's gravy. It tastes like that's gravy. gravy. Yeah. It does taste like gravy. Yeah. It's gravy. That's amazing. I mean, I feel like the round girl, Violet, in Willy Wonka, yeah. where she's like, oh, hmm, there comes the soup. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. So have- All right. Now let's do the um, the white and the orange, like this one. Okay. All right. Ready? Um, it's got to be either um, the ginger glazed carrot or the sweet potato pie. All right. So one, two, three, go. Mm. Hold on. We have, a, we have a guess. Just a moment. A pause in the game. Someone is coming on. Hello, everybody. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Oh my it's President Tr- Donald Trump. President for life. President for life. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Mr. President, happy Thanksgiving, sir. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm doing my Show No Mercy tour. I'm reaching out to everybody. Letting you know I'll be suing anyone who didn't vote for me. And I just want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow, thank you very much for stopping by. How are you uh, holding up there all bunkered in the White House? Well, I feel fantastic. We have a beautiful wall around the White House, which Mexico (laughs) paid for, which I'm very happy about. No radical leftist Antifa is going to be climbing that. Believe me, believe me. It just got 10 feet taller when I was talking. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. Are you going to I'm going to win just because 5 million more people voted for Joe Biden. He's not going to be president. It's going to oh be my gosh. working. We have our best people. We have our best. We have Rudy. We have Rudy, who's uh, like me, a stable genius. Not as stable, but very stable. Uh, uh, Mr. Well, President. How, fake news in the back. Go ahead, sweetie. <laughs> Sir, um, I'm calling about your, uh, asking about your press conference. Um, how is it that you thought it was going to be at the Shishi Four Seasons, but instead it was in a 
in a parking lot? Oh, we saved a lot of money. We saved a lot of money because I'm smart because I'm always saving money. So we were helping a small <laughs> business on the outskirts of Philadelphia, which the liberals would never do. They would be at some very, very expensive hotel, you know, and it's, it's sad. It's sad. And I think that that wonderful crematorium is is doing very well. And the place <laughs> is doing outstanding. They're giving out free hand jobs, from what I understand. It's great. Oh, Mr. President, Mr. President, question, sir. You promised that the uh, COVID pandemic would be over on election day. Would you like to comment on that, please? I didn't mean this election day. I meant the next one, 2024. It'll be long gone. Long gone. <laughs> Mr. President, how will you be celebrating Thanksgiving, and what will you be giving thanks for? Well, I'll be going down to the beautiful Mar-a-Lago, which is the probably the nicest club in the uh, entire United States. And I want to let everyone know who's listening to funny people talking right now. Uh, our usual initiation is $250,000. But if you were watching this show today, I'm knocking off $25. $25. It's a huge savings. <laughs> we have an incredible Thanksgiving dinner there every year. And all the big world leaders and big business people stop by. And it's it's very well attended. Very well attended. And uh, we have great food. Tremendous food. Fantastic food. We, we love when people come down there. I call it the Winter White House. The Winter White House. <laughs> it's a wonderful job. Wonderful job. Well, Mr. President, we so appreciate you taking the time to stop by you helped us launch this show our very first episode and we've never forgotten it and your ratings uh, are going to be through the roof this will probably be the highest rated episode ever <laughs> from here on down it's pretty much for sure like skiing like skiing <laughs> downhill downhill <laughs> All right, sir. Well, we wish you a very happy Thanksgiving and good Thank luck with everything much. and good luck with prison and all that. So. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm, uh, no, I'll be the model prisoner. Believe me. Believe me. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Thank all right, you, everybody. Sir. Thanks for having me and have a great Thanksgiving. By the way, I made it possible to say happy Thanksgiving. The liberals, they, they made it illegal. Made it illegal, but I, ro I rolled that law back. So you can say happy Thanksgiving <laughs> and Merry Christmas now without having to go to jail. Not having to go to jail. Stay up. Thanks. Thanks. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. All right. Oh, we have another visitor, actually. Oh we have another visitor. It's just nonstop. Whoa. Who is it? It's it's Eliza Kingsbury. <laughs> hey, Eliza funny Kingsbury, people. comedian Eliza Kingsbury. Uh, wow. Hey, thanks for stopping by, Eliza. Oh, I'm feeling so thankful to be here. Good. How are you? Uh, it was so great to have you recently on the show. By the way, Eliza, this is John Locke, who I used to host the uh, original version of this show with, and uh, he's stopped by to join in the fun. This is Eliza Kingsbury. She's a, a really brilliant comedian and writer. Hello. <laughs> nice Hi. to meet you. <laughs> I was so successful on this show, I'm living in a basement now. <laughs> my, this is my my room here. You can see all the pipes and everything. It's yeah, it's, it's got a really. minimalist edge, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, how, how have you been doing, Eliza, since we last talked with you? Has anything exciting happened? Uh, oh, I do know something. She does have uh, something Actually, Elsie uh, El told me about this the other day. What is it, Elsie? She's Give got a, a little something, something for people to be watching soon that's really good. Yeah. 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 I, I know, been, I know. Have you seen the teasers? It's like, oh, my gosh. 
Yeah. By the way, it's going to seem like when someone comes on the Tonight Show because they've got a new movie out or something. So, you know, Liza's <laughs> come on to stop by the show to to tease her new thing. But all kidding aside, what do you what's going on, Eliza? Oh, well, I've got um, another music video, music parody video coming out, and it's called Country Gal. It's kind of poking fun at country music going pop and like no longer really being country music. So... <laughs> Thank, you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, it had to be done. So, of course. <laughs> so, who are you? Are you mocking Gwen Stefani by any chance? Oh my gosh, so many. I mean, I I just watched the CMAs uh, last night, and uh, it's really the landscape of country music has really, really changed. I don't personally have a problem with it because I love pop music, but I just think it's fun to to poke fun at. But uh, yeah, it's a little Carrie Underwood and pop meets country artists like that. Awesome. Um, yeah, that'll be coming out on the twentieth, right before oh, Thanksgiving. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Well, this week, perfect is it, timing. Is it an awesome. original? Is it an original song or yeah. a parody of an existing? No, it's an it's completely original song. So I'm really excited for you to see Whoa. it. <laughs> oh, yay! Where is it going to debut? Um, on YouTube and Instagram. Yeah, awesome. All right, fabulous. Put it in your I calendar. Know. Put folks. it in calendar. How how will Eliza Kingsbury be spending Thanksgiving this year? And how is it different from any other year? Thanksgiving is definitely one of my favorite holidays. I love food. I love food in general. And any holiday that is centered around food, I am Mm. running to get there. Uh, I guess this year, it's just going to be me and my husband. We're not going to be seeing anybody else. But we will, of course, be tuning into the parade. That is like a must have to see the parade. I'm so happy they're still doing it this year. Yeah, that yeah, should be pretty sure. interesting. Although it's an interesting set of choices of what Broadway shows they're featuring in a family-friendly parade. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because Ain't Too well, Proud is uh, drugs and wife-beating. Oh, my gosh. Mean Girls is being mean to each other. And yeah. um, Hamilton is, yeah, Hamilton. No one, I mean, no one doesn't know what Hamilton is. I mean, shooting someone, killing them, yeah. It's, it's all mm-hmm. good. And then, uh, oh, Jagged Little Pill. Yeah, pills. Oh. <laughs> so basically, it's the Don't Be Like Them parade. Yeah. Probably, I guess. So that's kind uh, of some, crazy, but- some dark themes is appropriate for 2020, I guess. There you go. All right. Yep. You summed it up. We're summing up our year. (laughs) So death, pills, and beatings. Exactly. Right before you call, we are digging into this little sneak peek, the uh, Brock's turkey dinner candy corns. Have you heard of these? I have. Yeah. (laughs) We are enjoying them one by one right now. We've gotten through several of them and they are actually kind of interesting and extraordinary. It's like having a, a a Thanksgiving meal as Dresden pointed out a little bit like, uh, like who in Willy Wonka? Dresden? Not Veruca. Oh my God. Violet. Violet Mm -hmm. Violet Beauregard. Yeah. So we're having a little She's bit. She's like, of oh, it's the roast beef. So there's coming up tomato soup, green bean. There's cran. It's not your, it's not your parents' candy corn. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've already had the um, turkey and stuffing with gravy. Ooh, how's um, that? It, it tasted just like Scary. gravy. Um, it really was there's interesting. There's the ginger candy carrots, which <laughs> tasted like ginger. And then we have a uh, we have two more. Um, which one of them is going to be sweet potato pie and um i think it's just the right amount of synthetic chemicals just the right blend (laughs) 
There's there's no dessert. <laughs> it's all cranberry. Cranberry. You mean like pumpkin pie or something? Dessert. Chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate pie. Apple pie. Yeah. I'm you gotta try coffee. another. I want a whole bag of chocolate pie. <laughs> well, maybe candy they don't corn. want any competition for candy corn. They want you to be thinking about, you know, this is dessert. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm a little afraid of some of it, but I'm so intrigued. It kind of makes me think of the Jetsons. If oh, some yeah. of you might remember That's the right. shows, oh, yeah. where the food just came out, oh, yeah. little pills, and you exactly. took them. Uh, it's also exactly a bit like Harry is. Potter, the little every flavor beans. Yeah. 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 That's it. Mm, so. Interesting. Would you like another slice of turkey, honey? <laughs> oh no, I'm full. I'm full. I can't. I can't eat another one. I'm, so, I'm just. I've already had two of them. I got to save some room for dessert. <laughs> I saw recently the history of candy corns. I think they were used to be called something like a chicken feed or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they reminded whoever made them of chicken feed, and then. And I can't get the gravy taste out of my mouth. Ooh. No offense, but I'm kind of dying over here. Okay. Well, Should Eliza, we eat the last two? Yeah, let's let's do Yeah, one. eat another. I gotta I gotta okay, witness I, this. I, All right, so I'm let's sorry, do this well, yellow and know. orange. One, two, three, go. Bottoms up. <laughs> I think that's stuffing. Um, no, that's sweet potato pie. Okay. No, that's no no no, that's the ginger. That's the that is carrot. Oh yeah. Okay. Got that ginger, yeah. the aftertaste. I don't know which one is. It, sh- it should have like a. It should have like a. You know, a, a key on the back, I, like they do. I, yeah, with the, it's really bad. With the like candies. Russell Stover and stuff like that. Russell or whatever, Stover. whoever it is, it does those little like. This is what it looks like. This is what it is. All right, last, last one. You last know, one. I went to a wine tasting once, and they told me about the floral notes and the oak and all this. I just drank. I didn't care. And the same thing with this. All I taste is sugar. I don't. I'm sorry, guys. I don't. I don't taste the peas and the, the carrots. You know, that's and a the sign of COVID. Gravy. <laughs> that's a sign of COVID. But I'm going to keep eating them because you, be you know they're good. Right. <laughs> well, have uh, you know what? Could you do me a favor? Could you have Doreen sorry. weigh in on this later? Will you? Will you write to us and let us know what she says? I could go get her right now if you want me to. I... <laughs> Honestly, if if she's cool with that, yeah, bring her. Uh, you know, one thing I have to say, I'm actually looking on line right now, looking for some sort of key to this, and there does not seem to be one readily available, which I think is a, a major marketing faux pas on the part of Brock's. So, yeah, you'd think that they would list all of the flavors. I'm really surprised. I don't well, understand. That, that yeah. would be marketing faux pas number two. Exactly. <laughs> they should have never only sent it to one store that didn't ever put them out for half of their locations. <laughs> That was marketing faux pas number one. But thanks to David, we got them. Thank you, David, in California. I already ate all the cranberries, I'll admit. Oh, there was cranberry. I was going to say, I was yeah. on with the cranberry for yeah. sure. There was like six. We need there was only on like this. six, and okay. I ate them all. This is the end of okay. Cranberry's the best side dish after all. It really is. Because I told her you love cranberry, and I can't taste anything out of any of these. So, Doreen, so reverse this. your husband has COVID because he can't taste. <laughs> Let me try something else because I just got done eating potato chips. This is embarrassing. Could also try um, combining a turkey leg and a cranberry. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Now you're thinking. 
That's it. I'm, go- I'm being tested tomorrow. I think you should. You're scared. I, I can't you can't taste anything. You can't taste it. Are you being serious at all, John? I I really mostly it's sugar. They they do taste a yeah. little bit different. No, there's, I can taste the me. turkey. Yeah, she can taste the turkey. Yeah, I, that I don't taste that much of gravy. The cranberry I can kind of get. What was Maybe the green beans? No taste. Oh, green beans. No. Just <laughs> like Jolly Belly. That's right. Maybe I don't know, John. I think you just have no taste. So, um, but uh, Bob, <laughs> yeah, why don't you take those upstairs? This is amazing. Them. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. So, all right, here's all here's right. the big vote now. We, so, we just need a rating chickens. on the scale of turkeys. Turkeys, yeah. <laughs> just for Thanksgiving, we'll change it to turkeys. How many turkeys do you give this overall? On account of how many? As many as you want. Start with you. Yeah. Oh, I'd give it ten turkeys because. I can't believe it tastes like turkey. I can't believe it tastes like butter. Ten, ten out, out of ten, ten turkeys. That's strong. Green. John. Well, I, I know what we're. I know yeah. what we're doing for Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is for Thanksgiving. We have I our guess. dinner right here. I'll lay it out on a plate. Oh my god! Uh, for nice, me, nice um, meeting you all, Doreen. I guess I'm getting my. Oh, he's ha- taking out my ears. Okay. Bye. How many chickens? Right. You, uh, okay. Turkey. Excuse me. Do you give this? Just because I can't taste them doesn't mean they don't taste bad. I give them a seven point three six nine. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Dresden, how many turkeys do you give the Brock's turkey dinner dinner candy corns? Well, I'm in public relations, and I was about to answer, but since you said Brock's, and I don't want to publicly insult a brand, well. I am a picky eater, and I'm a little freaked out, so I'm going to be chicken instead of turkey, and not weigh in. Oh, my God. (laughs) Have an opinion. I loved it, and I can't wait to, like, share it with people, but I'm a wimp. So, uh, and I guess Elsie. Yeah, I was wondering when you're going to get my name. I got to say the green beans, not so much, didn't taste like green beans. But the uh, ginger carrot did, the turkey and gravy for sure did. The cranberry was a little there. It was light. It was cool. And then the sweet potato, not so much potato but I did taste some uh, some spice stuff going on. So that being said, it was fun. I'm glad David found these and discovered them and sent them to us because that was amazing. So I'm going to give it out of 72 turkeys. I think I'm going to give it like a 65. That was good. 65. I'm going to have a little bit of a different approach to this. I love that, Elsie. Uh, I'm going to give this an 89 turkeys out of 101. And the reason that I'm going to do that is because, first of all, the rating system is because this is just odd. So I I don't feel that I can have a normal rating system. It has to be like 101 or something, right? <laughs> and the second thing is, I will say that I was very impressed with the uh, turkey and gravy one. I mean, yeah. I really like just wow. Yeah. I yeah. think this is less about how amazing these taste and more about the experience the and fun. fun yeah. That yeah. Yeah. And for me, totally. for me, the experience and fun of it was 101 out of 101. Yes. Okay. The, I'm with you on that. And the taste was a couple of them. I was like, eh, it just tastes like some assortment of chemicals that my brain like reading the zodiac is going to say oh well that was because of that you know it's like i i decided to taste like that because that's what it tastes like but 
to me, I, I think it was a combination of some were not even close and some were amazing. So that's where the negative 12 points comes from. But uh, 89 of 101, but still lots of fun. And I want to thank Elsie. And we got to share it for our virtual Thanksgiving podcast. Really, yeah. Really great. Yeah. I am thrilled that you did this. Thank you Elsie, so much. Thank, thank you. you to uh, you and, and that, that guy, David, and anyone else who was involved in the procurement of this. It was not easy. And I will tell you, we have, my wife and I have looked everywhere for these and we cannot find them. So um, it is, is, I mean, you'd think they would be everywhere, but maybe it's legitimately like they needed to only roll out so many and see how they hit before they like yeah, mass yeah, produce yeah, them. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, is if you're going to advertise it everywhere on the planet and people are going to want them, you got to have it. Maybe it's on purpose. Who knows? Maybe they're like, let's shortchange people this year and next year everybody will want it and then we'll like really give it to them. Who knows? But like a Cadbury egg that's only available twice a year. <laughs> exactly. So, well, thank you, Elsie. That was awesome. No problem. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to round it all out with a nice improv game that's perfect for our friend John Locke right after this. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Funny People Talking and Elsie at Elsie the Producer. And please, for the love of all that is holy, subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? Thank you. All right, everybody, welcome back to our final segment of this Thanksgiving episode. And uh, we're going to round it out by doing one of our very favorite things, and that is to play an improv game. Now, an improvisational comedy game. And I figured, what better improv game to play with John Locke than, you guessed it, What If? So What If is... Our favorite, one of our favorite games, and it's a uh, it's a game where basically you pitch a TV show or a film or an advertising campaign or whatever else you can pitch, or even candy, whatever. <laughs> and then someone else, the person you're pitching with, loves what you you're pitching, but maybe they have a little bit of an input and might want to make a slight change. And by the time you go back and forth a few times, it doesn't resemble what you started with, but everyone thinks it's the best idea anyway. So that is what if. Uh, John, why don't you and I start it out? Why not? Because I, I just personally want to play with you again. So, Dresden, would you be kind enough to t tell us what we are pitching? What kind of thing are we pitching? And, Elsie, you give us something to base the pitch around. Some idea or concept or character. All right. You are pitching the fact that they should have ice sculptures year round okay got it or pitching ice sculptures year round and i guess there isn't a lot of room there for elsie to now i can say what the ice sculptures are of okay go ahead so the ice sculptures are of the different um forms of bacteria awesome <laughs> okay. uh, john you want a pitcher catch starting out 
All right, uh, Mr. L- Mr. Locke, I'm so happy to excited to hear your pitch. The mayor's office uh, doesn't often make time for this kind of thing, but we've heard your reputation, so this better be good. Well, thank you, Mr. Rigo. I am, um, <clears throat> you know, I've lived in this city for only over 25 years, and you know, every summer as I'm walking through Times Square, admiring all the the beauty of of everything there, there's one yeah. thing that's missing: ice sculptures. Okay. And I thought to myself, there has to be a way. There has to be a way to have ice sculptures year-round in Times Square. Yes. And I thought, what a beautiful thing it would be to see these ice sculptures in the middle of summer, the heat of July, and everybody just looking at that going, I feel so cool and refreshed right now. So I'd like to propose that we have ice sculptures in Times Square Year round. Okay, that's a really interesting idea. Well, I think, think that's interesting, and 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 uh, certainly I think it would help in the summer. It would cool people down, I guess. Uh, what were, what were you proposing the ice sculptures be of? Well, you know, something to make people feel comfortable, to feel um, <laughs> loved and warm. I was thinking um, maybe bacteria. Interesting. Bacteria is round. They're usually so perfectly shaped with all their little bacteria things sticking out of their their little nuclei. Yes. Well, I, I, I want to give you uh, some props here that certainly bacteria is a universal theme. It's something we can all understand, and I like that. I, I do want to say that I think given the pandemic, this may be a sensitive issue right now, and I'm afraid that it, whatever little tourism we do have coming into Times Square, this this could be a small deterrent. Uh, so I, I just like to propose, I do like the idea of the ice sculptures, but what if, just hear me out here, what if instead of ice, they were made of jello? So we can help feed the homeless a little bit. And, and what, if, what, what, if, what, if, what if instead of bacteria, although that's interesting, they were the shape of uh, Broadway characters? So you got like a SpongeBob SquarePants, and you got a uh, an Elsa from Frozen, ironically enough. And then it's kind of like bringing Broadway back while feeding the homeless and not scaring people away with bacteria. <laughs> That's an interesting way to look at it. I mean, if someone was thirsty, the Jello wouldn't satisfy, quench their thirst. I like the Broadway characters, but. But what if instead of Jello we used um, I don't know how about mayonnaise? <laughs> mayonnaise is, is the the beauty of mayonnaise formed in the shape of a Broadway character. However, you know, I don't know if Broadway characters is is really the the thing to do. I'm thinking more like um, uh, aardvarks, <laughs> aardvarks, mayonnaise, aardvarks, and they would be set around new uh, Times Square in different places and people could see them, admire them. You know, maybe we could do different kinds of mayonnaise. There's, there's low-fat mayonnaise, there's salt-free mayonnaise. So people could get an idea of what the different aardvarks would be like. John, I love something you've hit on here so much, and that is the mayonnaise. That, you have inspired me. So I one final one final response to you, and then I think maybe we've got it. 
I love the mayonnaise. The aardvarks, they're interesting. I do appreciate that they're made of meat, which kind of made me think about other meat, which made me think of... Little mayonnaise tongue sticking out. You have to see that. A little mayonnaise tongue. Tongue is definitely the direction I'm thinking. So what I'm thinking is, what if, instead of aardvarks, we made gigantic actually edible sandwiches sandwiches are a good 10 or 12 feet long about six feet high using massive amounts of mayonnaise and this way we could actually still feed the homeless it probably would would attract tourism because i'm thinking like pop by the swatch store grab a nosh go down the street get another nosh from a different kind of sandwich it's just great we could probably get helmets to sponsor this in like two seconds what a great ad for them can we make the sandwiches can we at least cut them into the form of like pickle shapes only if we cut the crust off too because that a lot of people don't like the crust exactly That's yes it. yes cut Done. the crust off sold that's it gonna happen congratulations <laughs> Thank right, you. And that's what if. All right. So, yeah, yeah, thank nice. you. All right. So, John, uh, let's have Dresden and Elsie give it a, uh, a go. Uh, why don't you give them a, uh, a, a type of pitch that they're going to give? Actually, I'll give the pitch and then you, you say what the – John, you say what the, the nature of the pitch is going to be. So I'm going to propose a summer blockbuster movie. And John, uh, what would you? What would be the starting point of the pitch for the summer blockbuster movie? It could be who's in it. It could be what it's about. It could be a theme. It's about shoes. Shoes. A summer blockbuster motion picture, major motion picture about shoes. Take it away. Shoes. Okay. Elsie, catcher, pitch. I'll go. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. So thank you so much for taking this meeting. I, I really appreciate it. I, you know, thought this was going to be an indie film that I was working on, but the fact that someone of your esteem at a studio is willing to, to talk with me, I really appreciate that. So, you know, there's so many summer films, right? You know, people get killed. I know what you did last summer. I know what you did this summer. You know what you did in the freaking fall. You know what I'm saying? So there's all kinds of crazy movies out there. This one isn't going to have scary guys wearing hockey masks. This one's not going to have girls in thongs. This one's not going to be what you would expect a summer blockbuster to have. You're not going to believe what this one's going to have. Hiding behind a closet door when you least expect it. All there, right there waiting open the closet door what do they see shoes shoes in the closet you didn't think that's what i was going to say I did, did you? not it's going to be amazing it's good it's going to be amazing i mean people we're going to show people in stores then i mean we're the variety of locations there's malls there's strip plazas there's 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 uh, the options are unbelievable we can even go to goodwill yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's, there's used shoes, okay. right? Used shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm dying, dying to hear your thoughts. Okay. Um, I, I kind of, now that you've told me, yeah, yeah I've yeah, yeah, digested yeah. it. And, um, and this is, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. so this is a, a thriller you're saying. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Okay. I'm okay. thrilled. All yeah. right. So if we're going to yeah, go yeah. on that theme of, uh. Of behind this behind the door's shoes, then I want I want to take it further. We we need to flesh this out. Okay. Um, 
So the shoes from Goodwill are haunted. They're, they're the oh. shoes that people have cleaned out of dead people's closets. Oh. And um, the only and the only way that um, anyone can be saved is by um, calling on Amelda Makos. <laughs> you know, I okay, okay, okay. Can I? Do you mind if I riff? If I if I pick up what you're throwing yeah. down, studio executive yeah. no, lady. Of course, of okay. Course. Some people, Gen Z, millennial, yeah. might not know Amelda Marcos, okay. but they but they know the ghost of Payless Shoe Source. Oh. The ghost of Payless Shoe Source because it's no longer with us. Yeah. So we can have all kinds of shoe related ghosts. Okay. The options are endless okay. right yeah. there's maybe like you know last year's sneaker you know it's like unbelievable you know the the michael jordans that were seconds you know sold at the uh, warehouse yeah. Yeah. Sam. yeah right okay okay so i'm liking that idea but in addition to adding the ghost of payless yeah. i think maybe what we need to do is maybe throw in Cause, cause I'm an '80s girl. We throw in some '80s fashions that could be the ghost of, like the ghost of the tube top. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the ghost of the tube and shoulder pads and, then and shoulder pads. Shoulder pads, right? And then we bring back the women, like Aunt Becky, you know, who wore the tube top. Okay. And now, where are they now? Hallmark show mm -hmm. before they got kicked mm -hmm. off, right? So, like, the go to the tube top can travel with us. What are your thoughts? I, I understand that we've got all these different kinds of ghosts and different eras of ghosts and yeah, different yeah. possibilities for both. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm, yeah. And you, I know you say people may not know the Amelda Mac ghost connection, but we still need the the savior. You know, otherwise it's just, like, it's just, it's just ghosts. So that's, you know, I'm, I'm the hero and it, it gets to mix it a little less, you know, so we've got the Imelda Marcos for the old, you know, the older generation, but, um, we need, we need a yeah. younger generation, uh, hero, like savior, like who is, who's going to save, like, we can't just have ghosts running for uh, the whole, there's no, there's no, Oh my God. Kardashians, Kardashians. Save so the, the arc in the story is going to be the Marcos and Kardashians together again or together for the oh first time. <gasps> is this it? Are you feeling it? Like I'm feeling it. You feeling I, it? I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is a, this is a possibility and it's going to strike gold for everybody involved, especially, especially since ghosts don't require payment. <laughs> Oh so God, you're a genius. I'll have a script to you by morning. Thank you. Thank Sounds you. Sounds good. It's a deal. Shake on it. And beautiful. Well done. Very funny. I love it. The ghost of Amelda Marcos. That's so funny. Oh my God. You know, it made me think of when I was a kid, we, I used to get these things. And John, I wonder, I mean, you're a little bit older than me, but I'm wondering if you have kid power sneakers. They were sneakers that had like a storyline behind them. So there were like comics that would like come with the sneakers, almost like Bazooka Joe comics. Yeah. And, uh, and you kind of got to know the characters and stuff. This is going to hurt me to say this, but I think my kids, uh, my kids knew about those, but not me. Yeah. But it's not like you're old enough to be my father. It's okay. I mean, you're old, but I'm not that, not that old. Uh, Anyway, that was great. What if? Oh, I love playing what if with you, John Locke. That's so much I fun. Like, what a great. I like playing with you too, Mark. And I wanted to make a mayonnaise joke about Broadway being white, except for Hamilton. Oh, <laughs> hey, we have another visitor just in time before we end the show. Who could Yay! it be? Who is it? 
It's me, Danielle Beckman. Danielle Beckman, our former co-host, Danielle and Dresden. I don't know if you two have met or not, but... uh, Not directly. We haven't met directly, but we have a mutual friend, Jillian Severin. We've got that rock. That's so funny. That was amazing when she said, you're not going to believe this. She was in my wedding. Yeah, and she's in mine. That's so crazy, and and it was fate, fate. I love it, Danielle. By the way, this is John, my my very good friend John Locke. You may remember him from uh, my wedding. Uh, oh, he was the John, at the wedding. How about the three of us have a support group? The Mark Graco co-host support group. <laughs> I know John was my co-host. What do you think? Radio. Yeah. What do you think, We'd guys? Have to meet Danny. Yeah. We'd have to meet Danny. Yeah, I'll write. I'll write you in the chat. That's right. right. That's Perfect. Right. Ever since I left his co-host, I. <laughs> I have trouble <laughs> just, I just talking say, to people. I thought you were going to say how good your life was now that after you finally left. So, by the way, speaking of a good life, uh, Danielle has has not only uh, departed our show very sadly, even though we have the gift of Dresden, but uh, you are not even in New York City anymore. No, well, remember I went to Mars. That's right. You did go to Mars. Yes, yes that's yes. true. Don't forget that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes. Mars, also known as known as, also known as Los Angeles. I mean, Kanye's here. Kanye's there. So exactly. So, how, how are you doing? How are you guys adapting to the new? I know you grew up in Los Angeles area, right? Yeah. Well, I actually grew up in San Diego and then Orange oh, County. So okay. I've never lived in LA as an adult. And so I've been in, I was in New York for 12 and a half years and now I'm here in LA. I'm like a boomerang. I, or yeah. I'm like, it's like, hoo, 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 and now I'm back. But yeah, we're doing well. I mean, there's boxes everywhere. I'm not yeah. I'm not showing you any of the, yeah. the carnage. Um, oh, but Mark, I did get something very it's, hold on, it's right here. Okay. I know what it's gonna be. I know what it's gonna be. It's it a is a day there in Los it is. I didn't know that. What what is what the hell is that? Cereal. Oh! It is Star Wars Mandalorian. <laughs> Cereal. Oh my God. The child oh. of baby Yoda. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you try it? Did you eat it? Open the box? I've had, I've ha- I ordered four boxes specifically. I had them delivered to my mom's house and she just brought them yesterday. They taste, because Mark, I know you love cereal. I know how this goes. I'll see you too. It tastes like, I know you love your mashups of cereals. There are little mini marshmallows in it. You can see that's oh. Lucky Charms-esque. But then the circles are like kicks, but with a palette of tricks. So it's like if you had tricks, wow. and kicks all in one, that's what so you're it's a fruity flavor. Wow. It's a fruity it flavor. It is, yeah. Weird. Kind of like the wow. Star Wars saga. You know, each set of three films is just a little different. <laughs> but they're all part a of the same thing. <laughs> a little Disney, a little edgy. You never That's know. Right. But have you guys seen the second season of Mandalorian yet? So far, so far. Okay, yeah. so do you yeah. get the circles? Yes. Oh, it's yes. Like, I yeah. don't want to ruin it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know what those circles do remind me of? If you, anyone has seen it, they remind me of the um, the bubbles in bubble tea, the tapioca or, or boba. Yeah, boba. boba yeah, 
Boba Fett, I just got it. <laughs> I got it. Uh, well, I know. Have you seen any of the Mandalorian weekend. at all, John? It's. It, do you like Star Wars in general at all? I've I seen all right. nine it's, films. It's, it's very good. The show's very good. We yeah. watched oh, them all in that's order. That's awesome. Wow. Because we just that's the yeah. Way to there do is it, there's you know? an order called the Machete Order. Have you heard that yes. one? It's like you skip one and two, and you do, you go, you go four, five, six, and then you go two, three, or I don't know. <laughs> really? No, I thought there was. I I went more chronologically, where you do the movies, and in between the movies, like there's Rogue all those one, little yeah. other movies they did or okay. movie shows. Yeah, like yeah. Star yeah, Wars holiday special or the. Mm -hmm. You didn't watch that at all. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, my, oh my, my friend, did, uh, Jake Cannavale, my friend, he's Bobby Cannavale's son. He's um, in Mandalorian season one. He plays the uh, sort of con artist guy. And then I won't say what happens to him at the end. But uh, okay. Um, so you already have an acting gig already. You've been out there for what, like a week or two? Yeah, girl. Yeah, no, I, the second day I was here, I got a job on this new series called Carcerum, starring Jane Lynch, and it is a audio drama. Yeah, a dear friend of mine from college is the writer and producer, and they have their own studio in North Hollywood next to, um, oh God, I'm still getting to know the Valley. I'm in the Valley right now, by the way. And yeah, and so I got to go into the studio and, and do some fun, um, you know, medieval shouting and yelling and stuff like that. All the things I love. <laughs> Wow, that that's is fantastic. Uh, God bless you. That's amazing. Is it a one-time role or will that's you awesome. be recurring? Well, so the thing is, is because it's um I was in the 20th episode. So they've only they're only at episode 10 right now with releasing. But they they used my natural voice for this. So there's a chance that I could come back as a different character or something like that. But it was just really nice to have a SAG job my first week. Oh my God! That's and with Jane Lynch. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, she's um, she's amazing. So amazing. Oh, it's on. You can download the pod. It's um, it's anywhere podcasts are found. Actually, they're they're creating it more like um, an you know an audio drama and like storytelling more so than a podcast. But yeah, it's C A R C E R C E M Carcerum. Is it a, a an episodic where it's a continuing yeah. story like Limetown or whatever? It is, and it's really well done. Like it's very well done. I'm very proud of the work that they're doing. Yay! Nice job. Congratulations, Thanks, Danielle. That's what we miss you. We miss. I miss you. Do, do you want to know what? Do you want to know what our end of show food or middle of show food was for our special Thanksgiving? Oh episode? my god! I do. Oh, almost. Okay, you got to tell it because I just think that. Okay, who did anyone give it the full chicken? Uh, Doreen did. Doreen, uh, John's wife. Yeah, yeah. John's wife uh, gave it ten out of ten. Wow. Yep. We had we had, we had mostly strong. She mostly loved it. Strong ratings, but it was dependent for different reasons. Um, and we also put it. Uh, we did a special rating system on a scale of turkeys for this yeah. one. Just oh. so you know. Makes sense. I should have yeah. known. 
no of course but it was good it, it's they're not easy to find but they were really interesting to try so, wow uh, so i just i really wish you had been able to be a part of this one because it, it just was such an experience it's okay i have my mandalorian cereal i'm jealous i got to describe anyway and so you know that was a wild card so it was great I'm very jealous. How is uh, your husband, Timothy, doing? Uh, your husband, of course, uh, new husband, Timothy. Uh, is, does he have a job out at this point? Is he- yeah, yeah. His his job, he got greenlit to work from anywhere. So oh he's... My God. Yeah, that's where we awesome. that's where we could come here. So, yeah, we're in an apartment that's like 350 more square feet than our last apartment. We have our second bedroom converted into our production company and our studio, and uh, we're ready for a pug. We're really ready for a pug. Oh, I bet you are. Uh, a pug. Oh. Yes, I'm a pug mama. Do it. Do Wait, it. Wait, Dresden, do you have a pug? Yes, and I would never be without a pug my whole oh life. Oh, my ever. God. This is this is the perfect the best. co-host replacement. I don't know. <laughs> yes. yes. No, Mark yes. knows the pug thing. Like It's a big deal. It, it's a big deal. That is so sweet. So my mom, my mom had a rescue pug named Lululemon, and she just passed. But growing up, we had a pug named Pepper, and we are we are ready. Timothy and I are going to be ready soon here to get our pug. We already named it. Um, it's going to be named Seaweed. But but wait, um, Seaweed is going to be spelled C dot Weed because the pug will be named Constantine Weed. So really, the pug is more fulfilling an existing destiny, like you know, that, that's already been set out for them. Kind of like royalty, like you're just gonna yes. your life, right? Okay. Yes. Well, we were thinking of 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 naming it Admiral Constantine or Constantina Weed, and maybe for short calling him or her Addy, like, oh, come here, Addy, or come here, Seaweed. And people are like, oh, Addy, that's so cute. What does that stand for, Addison? No, that stands for Admiral Constantine Weed, you jerk. Oh, my God. God. Show respect. Uh, One more quick thing from me, Daniel. I have to ask you. I love it. I know. Uh, Did you see the uh, coffee cup that I texted you the other day? Oh, my God. Yeah, Mark, I I glazed by it, but I barely looked at it because my brain has been so good. It's a from Star Trek Voyager, one of Danielle's favorite things in the world, Captain Janeway, Catherine Janeway, uh, a, a coffee cup that says drink Janeway's replicated coffee, the finest organic suspension ever devised i beat the borg with it um i guess if you're really a trekker you totally get that and appreciate that but uh captain janeway often had a cup of coffee in her hand so this is kind of fun i i know how much you love captain janeway and i love that she's winking too kate mulgrew and i our whole saga where she's followed me all around the upper west side remember that whole thing exactly i know she's no, she's the best. She beats the Borg. It's true. And and um, that hairstyle, though, we can never get over it. Never can get over it. Of course, she's coming back with a new Janeway animated series. You know that, right? So that's going to yes, be Yes, I did good, see so. that. So, all right. Well, 
I can't tell you what a thrill it is to have you back for a few minutes here, Danielle. Thank you for taking time to catch us. By the way, Ray, what a great way to finish this episode with a visit from Danielle, of all people. So happy Thanksgiving. You're first married couple. I hope you find some joy with it. Um, Will you be able to spend it with your parents given COVID and everything? Uh you know, we just got our COVID tests. We got them back negative. We're good to go. And I saw my mom yesterday, but we're kind of, we're trying to play it really safe. If yeah. we get together, we're not doing traditional Thanksgiving. We're going to do a shrimp boil. Of course. Sounds good. Why wouldn't you? Which is short for Sabatoy Bolyanovsky. Ex- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for laughing. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I said that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fell out that, that one just fell out of you um all right well danielle beckman mademoiselle danielle thank you for stopping by you're welcome anytime of course this is home to you and very glad to see you continue good luck i hope it keeps being like the the first couple of days in la for you out there yeah, you already, told, work you, it, work already told you before that you're gonna end up uh things are gonna happen for you out there there's absolutely gonna be huge no destined for big things. in my mind no question. Thank you, Mark. All right. Thank you, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you guys so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye, Danielle. Well, I think that's a perfect point in time for us to conclude our Thanksgiving episode. I want to give a big thanks to President Donald Trump, John D. DiDomenico, yes. wow. uh, Eliza Kingsbury. And, that was amazing. Uh, of course, Daniel Beckman for uh, dropping by uh, quite unexpectedly to our uh, Thanksgiving celebration. Thank you, Elsie, for uh, the wonderful uh, end of show food. And uh, that was amazing too. And a uh, huge, massive, gargantuan, giant sized thanks to our very dear friend, John Locke. Thank you, John, for Thank you. Spending, Yay, John. spending the time with us. It was so nice to be on the show with Mark, you. Mark, always a pleasure. Feels like home. Anytime. Feels like home. All right. Well, uh, that's it for this episode of Funny People Talking, everybody, uh, for John Locke and Mark Rago and Elsie and Dresden. And Dresden. Bye, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you. I'm Mark Rico. Have a great day, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving. And stay funny. Bye-bye. That's it? That's the end of the show? Boy, oh, boy. What a crock. This was Funny People Talking. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at Funny People Talking. Or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, the business of being heard.